Welcome to episode 105 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, good to be with you today. I can't wait to talk to you today about a question that I found in the Small Church Pastor Facebook group that was about how to track your hours as a pastor and how to log your time and ministry time versus like volunteer time, like everybody else at your church. They have their own jobs and then they volunteer. And how do you count your volunteer time as a pastor? So I've got some thoughts on this because several years ago when I went back into uh, into school to get my MDiv and I started working with millennials and spending some time with millennials, I found out that they thought about work a lot differently than I did. Because I had come from the culture where you would punch a clock and you would put in your time. And if you were done with your with the job or the task you had in some of these jobs that I had, you'd kind of wait around to punch out because you had to be there. You had to physically be there and spend time at the work site. Even if you had finished your job or your task or the things that you were doing, you'd still wait around to punch out so you could get paid for that whole hour. The younger generation, there's so many of them that don't think this way. They think in terms of what is the outcome that they're producing. When they have something that they need to do, what whatever kind of a job it is, they'll ask the question, well, well what's the win look like in this job? What, what am I actually getting paid to have happen? So they don't think about getting paid to be there. They think more in terms of getting paid for the outcome that they produce. One of the questions I realized was uh, going on in a conversation I had with a group of millennials one time was, if millennial A could accomplish three times as much in 30 hours, then baby boomer B could accomplish in 45 to 50 hours, should millennial A have to work any more than 30 hours? Or should the employer say, oh no, man, you, you are producing so much for me and you can do it in 30 hours, that's fine. I'm, st- I'm still paying you full-time because you're producing more than some of my full-time people actually produce. And so are you getting paid for what you accomplish, or are you getting paid by the hour? Now, in your church, if there are people that, if it's a blue-collar culture, you would probably have people that want to know how much time you're putting in. And in some ways, it could be a little bit of an uphill grind to try to get people in the culture to think differently about work. But I think it's always helpful if you can get people to think about what is the outcome, not how much time or even necessarily how much effort has been put in, but focus on the outcome first the outcome first, because you know there are a lot of pastors who put in a lot of time, but what are they doing? And what's the outcome of the investment of that time? Very little outcome, very little to show for it, except for the fact that their car was parked in their spot for a certain number of hours and they weren't at home and they were putting their time in. But honestly, is that the kind of a church ministry that we want to have? Is that kind of a church culture that we want to have? And I would say that the answer is no. So again, just some thoughts. Where do you bring the most kingdom benefit in your church? And are are you people-oriented or task-oriented? And where are you investing your time? Are you investing your time in people 
or in tasks. Neither is going to be more important. I mean, ultimately, we all have to spend time with people, right, because it's ministry. But on the same token, we all have to spend time in tasks because otherwise we wouldn't get anything done. So trackable hours, I don't really think that's productive. It puts the focus on time and not outcome. So I would say instead of tracking your hours, start tracking your outcome and start first with asking, what am I good at? Where do I bring the greatest blessing to this church? For instance, are you a starter and a developer or are you a finisher and a follow-through person? And that would determine the kind of work that you should probably be doing around the church. You got to ask the question too, what's expected of me? What's a win for me? in my role at the church? Is a win visiting with people in in my culture, in my context? Is it spending time with people during the week? Or is a win giving a killer message on the weekend? Is one more important to the church than the other? Is a win seeing new people walk in the door or when they do walk in the door that they actually get taken care of and connected with? What's a win in your context? And you have to ask that of your leadership, of your people. You should be able to really come up with that yourself. I mean, ideally, you should be leading your people and be the leader. But sometimes, depending on the context, you are being supervised formally or informally, maybe by a board or by other other staff or other church leaders. So you have to get them to say, what is expected of you? And then what outcomes do you want to see on a weekly or a monthly or an annual basis? What are the outcomes? What do I want to be true after I have worked in my role here at this church for the next month? What would I want to be true at the end of the month? And and some of these are hard questions because what is true is you put your time in and you run the show, and you make sure the trains all run on time for the different uh, programming elements in your church. And those things are kind of easy to get stuck in a rut on, but when you ask yourself the question, what would I want to be true about the investment of my time over the next month, over the next three months, over the next year, what do I want to be true when it becomes January 1st, 2023? These are good questions. And then what kind of a culture are you creating? And is it the kind of a culture that is going to foster the kinds of outcomes that you want to see happen? In other words, if you want people to feel connected to others and to build relationships or to grow in their faith by growing in their understanding of God's word or a greater appreciation of God's love for them or a deeper intimacy with the Lord, what kind of a culture do you need to create in order for that to happen? And again, are you paid to put in hours or are you paid to produce outcomes? And if outcomes, then what outcomes? Are you paid to just stay busy or are you paid to nurture life change? Are you paid to grow yourself first or at all or to always grow others? If you must justify your hours and if you have to log your hours and say, I worked, these are the hours I worked, this is where I worked, this is how uh, much I I worked, you got to ask yourself the question, why? Isn't it more important to have to answer to what you've accomplished and what's happening as a result of your ministry? So again, 
you got to say, what are your most important activities? What are your most important outcomes? What are your most important processes that you have to make sure you're involved in so that you'll see the win or the success or the growth or the blessing for your ministry? I don't think it's about the hours. I think it's about the outcome. And I think that if the outcomes are coming out, right, if you're actually accomplishing something, people know that. They're not even going to think about asking about the hours. I think there's a time and a place to account for hours, to make sure you're not overworking, to make sure that you are putting in enough time in the most important things. But I think a fixation on hours, you become what some people might call a bean counter, and you just want to know how many beans are in the jar But really what you want is you want to be creating culture. You want to see life change. You you want to have people's lives to be different because of your input into their lives. You want to see a church that's impacting the community. And it goes way beyond the hours that you spend. Pastor, good topic, some good things to think about. And uh, I will see you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.